Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Dr. Brent Rusin and Lynette Saragusa taking questions from reporters after announcing three deaths today in Manitoba from COVID-19. One of those deaths in Winnipeg, the other two in the south. 89 cases in the province, so we're back, uh, back below 100 again. Uh, 18 of those cases in Winnipeg. I'll get to the north in a minute. 255 people in hospital, 38 in intensive care. The five-day test positivity rate is 7.9%, 4.2% in Winnipeg. And when you consider where our number in Winnipeg was and to now have it at 4.2%, uh, that is pretty impressive. In the north, 42 of today's 89 cases in the north. So almost half of the cases today in northern Manitoba. And Dr. Rusin there announcing that they are eliminating the essential items list in the north because they were seeing that people who couldn't buy certain items in the north were traveling, and of course they don't want that. Some of those people traveling to Winnipeg, uh, and so they have eliminated the essential items list in the north now, uh, and hopefully uh, that will take care of the traveling, uh, the unnecessary traveling that was happening in the north. 42 cases, as I said, uh, in the north as the numbers continue to be uh, very high, at least relatively speaking, compared to the provincial number of 89 today, uh, 42 cases in the north. And Nurse Saragusa, Lynette Saragusa, Manitoba's chief nursing officer, announcing some of the best health care numbers, some of the best hospitalization numbers and ICU numbers that we have seen in, in two or three months. So certainly the numbers are improving. Your thoughts, 204-780-6868, hal at cjob.com. What's on your mind today? Um, when we come back after the news at 1.30, Tristan Field-Jones has the news here in just a bit. Um, after the news, I'll sort of set up the show for this afternoon. I should tell you, good afternoon, Hal Anderson, right? We didn't get a chance to uh, say hi off the news at 12.30 when we took that news conference with uh, Dr. Rusin and Nurse Saragusa live. Uh, but we do have a big show coming up for you here till 3 o'clock. And then at 3 o'clock, of course, Richard Cluche and Julie Buckingham take over. A short show for them today. They'll go to 5 because then it's the Jets pregame show here on the radio home of the Jets, CGOB. Puck drops at 7 uh, tonight against uh, the Calgary Flames. Our question of the day. Let me squeeze this in quickly. Our question of the day at CGOB.com. Uh, relates to this idea of giving kids a do-over. And this comes from the start this morning, Mackling, McGarry, and McNabb. And they had a guest on, Greg Gahuli, and I'll, I'll play a clip of Greg when we come back after the 1.30 news. Uh, but Greg is suggesting that, hey, maybe, maybe kids especially, but maybe we all, uh, in a way, deserve a do-over because of COVID-19. Let's uh, bring in uh, Sierra Lebedev. Hey, Sierra, how are you this afternoon? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you so much for jumping on here. So your company, your side hustle is called CC's Resin, and I understand you make some beautiful resin coasters. How did this all start? Yes, thanks. Um, 
basically just because of lockdown quarantine, there wasn't a lot going on. I saw a lot of resin art on social media and I just thought it was so beautiful. And it's, there's so many things you can do with resin art. So I just thought, Hey, I'm going to give it a try. And I started pouring resin coasters. And you'd never done it before. You just had a love of, you you saw it and you thought, Hey, that's kind of cool. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I had a lot of free time. Um, saw it on social media and I gave it a shot. Good for you. And it has it reached so it's become a hobby at the very least, but you're selling them, so it's a bit of a side hustle. How are you doing with it? Yeah, basically I'm just doing it in my free time right now. I do have a full time job, but I was so overwhelmed with all the support and all the orders, I honestly could not believe it. So who knows? Maybe it will grow into something bigger. Maybe I'll start doing markets. But for now, it's just a side hustle in my garage in my free time. Cool. And and as I said, that's that's great, right? I mean, you, you found something you, you like, and, and it was an interest to begin with, and, and now you're doing something with it. And, and it doesn't ever have to be a full-time gig. It can be a side hustle or a hobby, or sure. if it really takes off, yeah, maybe maybe it's something you want to do. So with the resin, and I understand what a resin coaster is. Do you put yeah. things in the resin or designs, or how does it work? Um, You can. So basically, it's like a two-part liquid you need to mix together. And then I pour it into a silicone mold, and then it will harden within 24 hours within that mold. But yes, you can put things in there. You could put like dried flowers or even like a picture. I haven't started doing that yet. I mostly do just like colors and sparkles and little added like flakes like that. But yeah, there's lots of things you can do with the resin. Hmm, cool. And do you have a website, or can people find you on social media? How can we send people to uh, check out CC Resin Works? Yeah, I have an Instagram. It's at ccs.resin. All right. On Instagram, at ccsresin, so CC's Resin. And uh, people yeah, can see right. pictures of it there. Hey, hey, Sierra, thanks a lot for doing this. I really appreciate you, you jumping on, and, and best of luck with it, whatever you want it to be. Thanks so much for having me. Sierra Lebedev, uh, she makes resin coasters, bit of a side hustle, on Instagram, C-C-S-R-E-S-I-N, C-C's Resin. Uh, I have not checked out her work. I'm going to go and do that uh, when I get a second here after the show at 3. Uh, let me tee a couple things up here, okay, because I'm only going till 3 o'clock, of course. These are my new hours, right, till 3 o'clock, and then Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham take over with the news at 3. They're only going till 5 today because we've got a Jets game here on CGOB. Pre-game show with Kelly Moore and friends starts at 5. The uh, puck drops at 7 with Paul Edmonds and uh, Jamie Thomas doing color. So 5 o'clock pre-game, 7 o'clock the puck drops here on CJOB. Um, by the way, uh, as you know, uh, Jets at Noon is hosted by my former producer, Cam Poitras. And we did this segment on Wednesdays with Cam for, I don't know, several months uh, before he got the new gig called Cam's Creepy Corner. And I want to kind of keep up with that. Uh, and I've had in the back of my mind uh, an, an idea to do a podcast called Weirdology. And, you know, being on the air a little less now, I've been looking at some different ways that I can connect more with you over social media or online. I'm thinking maybe we should launch the Weirdology podcast. But I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, Today, we'll add a Weirdology segment. And every once in a while, 
uh, we'll do a segment and we'll call it Weirdology, and we see we'll see where my side hustle goes, right? And basically, it's just weird news, strange news. And today, so we're going to do this after the news at two thirty. Uh, today, I want to talk about um, this uh, ET. Okay, I want to get it right because uh, this is uh, sort of a. Uh, it's an ET object. An ET object. Let's call it an ET object that this uh, astronomer from Harvard. He's a Harvard astronomer, and he says this thing may be extraterrestrial. And so I've got some clips of him coming up after 2.30. I want to talk about life after death. Somebody is willing to pay a lot of money to prove that there is life after death. And if you want to check out the latest uh, UFO photo out of Los Angeles, uh, this was uh, these photos. There's a series of these photos, three or four of them. They were taken uh, near Los Angeles last weekend. And they're so clear some people are saying ah it's bs Uh, but others who believe are saying wow this is like this looks like a mothership because there's all kinds of smaller little lights around it weirdology replacing the former segment known as cam's creepy corner because cam does jets at noon now um so i've got a few things today and feel free to contribute to this segment, too. And I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but I had a couple things today, and I thought, let's do it today. Uh, we'll see if we maybe do it on a regular basis. But if you've got something to contribute to Weirdology, 204-780-6868, hal at cjob.com. Let's start with this ET object. This is interesting. I, I hadn't really heard about this until about a week ago. Um, it's called a moa moa, it's, which is Hawaiian for scout. And people, experts, some of them, believe that it is, it is an E.T. object. And one of them is the head of astronomy at Harvard. So no slouch, right? His name is Avi Loeb. And here's what he has to say about Omoa Moa. Uh, in 2017, October, um, we spotted the, an object that came from outside the solar system close to Earth. And it was really the very first one that we encountered. And at first, astronomers thought it must be a comet. However, it didn't show any cometary tail. There was no gas around it. And then it also exhibited an extra push away from the sun. But without a cometary tail, there is no rocket effect. And the question was, what gives it this extra push? As it was tumbling, it looked as if the object has an extreme geometry, most likely flat, and much longer than it is wide, at least by a factor of 10. And it also came from a very special frame, the one that is obtained by averaging the motions of all the stars near the sun. So it was just like a buoy sitting on the surface of the ocean, and the solar system bumped into it. And we looked at many possible explanations for these anomalies, and I concluded that it may well be an artificial object something produced by another civilization. So Oumuamua, it got the name because it was uh, spotted in 2017 by a telescope in Hawaii. Uh, And this Harvard astronomer, Avi Loeb, uh, and he sort of made reference to it in that clip there, uh, this object, and it's big, it looks like a rock kind of, but it's a big, long rock. And he says that it behaved like 
a space light sail, you know, light sail that you would see in space on, a, on, on say, the International Space Station. It kind of behaved like that. The object exhibited an extra push away from the sun that uh, behaved just like a light sail in the sense that the extra push declined with distance inversely as distance squared. And uh, it's just the force of light bouncing off its surface, pushing it. In September 2020, we discovered another object that behaved just like that, with no cometary tail and showing the push from sun reflecting sunlight. It turned out to be a rocket booster from a 1966 Lunar Lander Severe 2 mission. And so we know that we produced the rocket booster ourselves. It's artificial in origin. We don't know who produced now, this thing is getting coverage on, you know, big-name news organizations. It's not just fringe uh, news services that are covering this. And as I said, um, uh, this Avi Loeb guy is the head of astronomy at Harvard, no less. But, listen, some people think that he's nuts. Here's what he says about that. I view science as maintaining my childhood curiosity. Basically, we wander about the world, we try to figure it out, uh, and that implies that we should be willing to take risks and make mistakes. It's not about ourselves, it's a dialogue with nature through a evidence uh, guided by the, the clues that we discover. And unfortunately, may many of my colleagues worry about their image and also uh, maintaining their comfort zone. And you know, if uh, you were to present a cell phone to a caveman, that uh, played with rocks all of his life, the caveman would think of the cell phone as a polished, shiny rock. Uh, and so um, it's quite natural to stick to old ideas, but I don't find it speculative at all to imagine that we are not the smartest kid on the block. And that's kind of how I approach this stuff. I'm, I am a fan of the weird news. Yes, I am. Do I believe it all? No. Uh, do I think some of it's possible? Sure. Do I think, you know, it's interesting to have the discussion, talk about it, and, and you know, hear from the various players? Yeah. Uh, Omomo, it's uh, O-U-M-U-M-U-A, if you want to look it up. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, pictures... There, uh, the, if you want to see a picture of this uh, Los Angeles UFO, uh, you can go to my Twitter feed, at Hal Anderson. At Hal Anderson, there's a picture there. We're going to get to that story uh, in just a minute. You've probably heard the name Robert Bigelow. He's 75. He's the CEO of uh, the space station module startup Bigelow Aerospace. And he, at one point, owned uh, the Skinwalker Ranch. Well, he has put up, a reward of $1 million to anyone who can find proof of life after death. Is there a connection between what you did here with the opportunity you have to live here, to live in this side, to live in this existence? It doesn't matter what you did relative to the other side. What if it matters a lot? And, and uh, wow, then it's pretty important to know 
something about the other side. All right, so to be eligible and to enter this contest, a million dollars on the line, entrants have to qualify as serious researchers by February 28th, by the end of the month, and they must submit scientific studies of up to 25,000 words before August 1st. A panel of judges made up of specialists will then choose the winner. The winning essay will receive half a million dollars. Second place will get three hundred grand. And third place will get $150,000. Once again, here's Bigelow. Because it's a big deal. If we're going to be spending a minority amount of our spiritual existence here, incarnated here, and 99.9 or what other percent of our spiritual existence isn't here. To me, it's pretty damn important as to what is it? Life after death. Because it's a big deal. I don't know what... uh, Oh, you're saying it again. Sorry, I'll stop that. Um, Listen, I don't know what happens uh, after we die, but i got to think something happens. There has to be more more to it. And uh, finally, if you're at my Twitter feed, at Hal Anderson, um, there's a picture there, one of several pictures, three or four, I think, that were taken near Los Angeles. A woman's driving down the freeway just as it's uh, dusk is, is setting in, I think, last Saturday. And she snapped some pictures. And off in the top right corner, there's what people are calling the mothership. And it's crystal clear. It's almost to the point where you see it and you think, well, that's fake. And some people think it's fake. And as I said on my Twitter feed, you know, um, do you believe it or is it BS? And then over to the left, there's a bunch of different colors kind of swirling around. And and here's uh, here's the story on this. Go and check out the picture at Hal Anderson on Twitter, and, and let me know if you think it's, uh, if you believe it or is it bogus. Uh, believe it or BS. Um, I'll read the story. We've got another UFO sighting on our hands here in Los Angeles, folks, but this one stands alone as it offers some of the best clear shots we've seen of what appears well. You make the call. An eyewitness shot these photos last Saturday while heading south on the 101 freeway just outside of Thousand Oaks. She was approaching Westlake Village around sunset. We're told she was on her phone when she saw this thing hovering in the sky, flying in the same direction she was heading with a group of lights trailing behind it. The eyewitness says she uh, shot three consecutive photos as quickly as she could, and as you can see, the unidentified object appears to have changed positions. You'll see one picture, not all three. Uh, but in the uh, subsequent pictures, it does change position and sort of goes at a different angle. Uh, both tilting ever so slightly and moving to a new spot in the sky, we're told this UFO was only visible for a few seconds before it literally vanished into thin air. That's Weirdology. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.